It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Hello, friends. Billy Rossetti back with you guys here as we... Roll, as we're rolling on through the month of August here, we're getting closer and closer, hopefully, to the start of the regular season. It's uh, It's been a wild couple of days in terms of uh, not necessarily what the NFL is going to do, but certainly the sport of football in general. A lot of news, of course, coming over the last few days about conferences, uh, whether or not they're going to play football. And as it turns out, here on Tuesday, we have... Uh, The biggest domino to fall so far as the Big Ten has decided to postpone its fall uh, fall sports, namely football, and will attempt to play football in the spring. Uh, We know a couple other conferences have done so as well, especially in the FBS. The MAC postponed their season, as did the Mountain West, but this is by far the biggest hurdle or the biggest domino to fall so far in college sports, uh, and the Pac-12 is expected to follow suit. So uh, looking ahead uh, in terms of the NFL draft, uh, because it's never too early, of course, to talk about the NFL draft, this is definitely going to be a unique uh, experience uh, for us for us draft evaluators of a lot of these players now not getting a chance to put another year of film in. So it's going to be really interesting, especially for a Panthers team that many expect will be drafting in the top 10 again in 2021. And of course we've had a couple of big name players that had already opted out of, uh, of this upcoming season, particularly in the big 10. So maybe they felt something coming guys like, Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons, uh, Minnesota wide receiver Rashad Bateman, and uh, Purdue wide receiver Rondale Moore. But now all all the Big Ten will be out. It'll be interesting to see what some of these other schools do and what some of these players do. Uh, But again, a team like the Panthers, who are going to likely have their pick of most of the litter uh, in terms of of the draft picks, especially with... uh, some of the quarterbacks, I mean, the Big Ten not playing in the fall means we may have seen the last of college action for one Justin Fields, unless something happens uh, with Ohio State finding uh, a temporary home, which could be kind of tough to do with the way TV rights and things like that go. And, um, of course, Justin Fields, I mentioned that one because, um, you know, being from Ohio State now, so... Uh, Ohio State for the time being is out, but two, 
Obviously, we know the Panthers could be in line for a quarterback, and uh, our buddy Jordan Reed over at the Draft Network just dropped his latest or his first mock draft of 2021, and he had the Panthers selecting Justin Fields. I believe it was fourth overall uh, in his mock draft. So, um, you know, for you you guys out there, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun draft cycle, and like I said, very very unique. In, uh, in terms of how we're going to attack all these players now. You know, especially a guy like Greg Rousseau out of Miami. Another guy Miami or the Panthers could be uh, intrigued by. So it's going to be uh, a lot of fun here. And actually, that kind of ends up being a, a nice little segue to, um, to what we're getting into today. Of course, we're continuing our positional previews with the help of Joe Persons 80-man primer over at The Athletic. We're going to talk about the defensive linemen. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But before we get into that, of course, a shout-out to our friends over at rockauto.com, uh, the family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. And whether you're a classic or a daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks and delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, and you could quickly see all the parts available for your car right at the tips of your fingers, and you could choose your brands, your specifications, even your prices. Uh, and, the, and speaking of the prices, they are always reliably low and always the same for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can just go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And remember to write locked on in there. How did you hear about a section so that they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's talk defensive linemen here for the Carolina Panthers. We've got 13 guys to talk about here from Joe's Primer, so we'll just jump right into it. We'll start with, of course, the rookie sensation from last year, Brian Burns. Joe wrote, the first rounder looked like he would be in the mix for defensive rookie of the year before punching the ground and breaking his wrist at Houston in week four. Burns went through a month-long lull after undergoing surgery during the bye week, but still finished with seven and a half sacks in 16 games. And, of course, you know, we saw Burns last year. He flashed all that potential and then some that he showed at Florida State and showed why he was a, a top defensive end prospect in the 2019 draft. And 
the Panthers obviously got themselves a great one. So it's really going to be exciting to see what he can do in year two now. Uh, you know, a little more experience and a uh, clean bill of health after overcoming that injury last year. So really excited to kind of see him start to take charge of this uh, defensive line unit. So Burns is going to be uh, fun to watch. And then you get to the well, one of the free agent signings that the Panthers got along the defensive line, Stephen Weatherly. Joe wrote a rotational player on the Vikings' deep and talented defensive line. Weatherly had three sacks in his last two seasons in Minnesota. The Panthers signed him to a two-year, $12.5 million contract near the start of free agency with $6.25 million guaranteed. Weatherly, I think, is going to be a really nice addition to that uh, defensive line, to that edge rusher. You know, he's a guy that you could mix in there, rotate with some of these other guys, and he'll get you some quality reps. You know, again, he was kind of buried a bit on the on the depth chart behind, of course, guys like Everson Griffin and Danielle Hunter in Minnesota, but he was still very productive. You know, he's had three seasons. Again, he had three sacks each of the last two seasons uh, for Minnesota. So he's a, a productive player when he's on the field, and I think he'll be a, a very serviceable asset for this Panthers defensive front. Then you go from the Panthers' uh, defensive line free agent acquisition to, of course, one of the guys that they drafted, and that, of course, was Penn Stater Yitor Gross Matos, their second-round pick. The Virginia native led Penn State in sacks and tackles for loss his final two seasons. The six foot five Gross Matos has ideal length, and coaches expect him to fill out his frame once he's in an NFL weight program. Of course, you guys know I was a big fan of Gross Matos, and I felt the Panthers got pretty good value for him uh, high in the second round there. Definitely thought definitely thought that he could have went in uh, the back end of round one. So to get him in round two I thought was really solid. And again, you add him to... Now, it's probably going to take him a little bit of time since uh, he's obviously ha haven't had a... Full NFL offseason here in his rookie season, but eventually he'll work his way into the rotation, and you're starting to build a, a pretty solid rotation, I think, at the edge there with uh, with uh, your top three, kind of, with Burns, Weatherly, and Gross Matos. And then we'll kick inside, and we'll talk, of course, about K1 Short. Rule raved that the 315-pound short reported in fantastic shape after missing most of last season following surgery to report a torn rotator cuff. Short should benefit from the arrival of Derek Brown, who figures to occupy blockers much like Star Lotulele did early in Short's career. And then we'll just touch on Brown, so we'll kind of lump these guys together. Joe wrote, The Panthers didn't take Brown number 7 overall just to draw double teams, though Herney has said repeatedly he thinks the 6'5", 325-pounder will help the entire defense. Brown was a disruptive force at Auburn, and the Panthers believe he can become a more efficient pass rusher. We've talked, obviously, a little bit about these two guys and you know how Derek Brown was the guy that the Panthers kind of needed to build that base in the interior of the defense with um, kind of the question mark in terms of how much longer K-1 Short actually has with the Panthers. But for the time being, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find too many defensive tackle duos in the NFL that uh, have as much potential, I think, 
as this group here with Short and Brown. Now, Short, of course, has to overcome the injury issues from last year, but absolutely. Having a guy like Derek Brown now opposite him uh, with his ferocious play, and teams will certainly have to account for Brown and you know double-team him at times. It should free up Short a little bit, and then even with those two guys taking up the interior, it, sh it should free up uh, the edge guys, and it should free up the back end. But absolutely, this is going to help uh, the entire defense having these two guys. So really excited uh, for this kind of new-look Panthers defensive line. I think there's going to be times where they're going to cause a little bit of havoc on teams, and uh, the more these guys develop, I think the, the faster and the more athletic this D-line can come, and it's going to cause some problems, I think, for opposing offensive lines. And then you get to guys, of course, that are... Uh, that are some good depth pieces here, like F.A. Obata, who's been uh, a very solid rotational piece over the last couple of seasons. Joe wrote the Nigerian-born Obata bulked up last year so that he could play defensive end in the 3-4. With the Panthers returning to a 4-3, Obata's versatility should come in handy up front. So, absolutely, Obata can now kind of move around the defensive line. He can play a little bit of D-tackle. We've seen him at, uh, at edge rusher. We've seen him cause some havoc a little bit over the last couple of seasons. So, you know, for a guy that really hadn't played much football before he came to the Panthers, uh, he's learned pretty quick, and he's, you know, been obviously very coachable and just uh, just a seemingly great person to be around uh, on and off the field. So it's been really nice to kind of see the development over the last couple of years of F.A. Obata. Then Marquise Haynes, who I thought really came on nicely had a, had a certainly a much better sophomore year than he did as a rookie Joe wrote the fourth round pick from 2018 has always looked the part of an athletic playmaker but with one sack in his first two seasons it's time for Haynes to produce if he wants to stick around now like I said I th I thought he looked a little better at least in the the reps that he got but Joe brings up a good point too one sack in two seasons so obviously you, you want more than that but he's Certainly at least did his best to kind of overcome one of the knocks that a lot of evaluators have had on him, and that was, of course, that he was pretty undersized for an edge rusher. So he's he's done his best, but this is certainly an, uh, an important year for Marquise Haynes. Christian Miller, we know, of course, he has already opted out of the 2020 season, but Joe wrote, like Haynes, Miller is another fourth-rounder who was an outside linebacker in the 3-4 in 2019. Miller had a two-sack game against Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray in Week 4, but was injured the following week and was a non-factor the rest of the season. So, again, injuries just like at Alabama kind of plagued him a little bit last year as a rookie. And, again, as, as, as we noted before, Christian Miller has already decided to opt out of the 2020 season. So he's out of the equation, but he was still part of uh, Joe's 80-man primer since this, of course, was before uh, Christian Miller actually announced that he was opting out. Uh, Zach Kerr, Kerr, who will turn 30 in August, should be part of the interior rotation on the defensive line that had major personnel losses. He's never put up big numbers, but at 6'2", 334, he's a load who can spell brown and short. So, obviously, he's got the... Uh, the the experience being around the NFL for a couple years between the Cardinals 
and uh, the Broncos last year in Arizona. He played in 12 games, started three of them, and uh, had 19 total tackles and one tackle for a loss. Uh, two years in Denver, he played 27 games and had 52 total tackles. And in his first three years in the league with the Colts, he played in 36 games, uh, starting eight of them, and he totaled 64 tackles. So he's 135 career tackles in 75 games. Uh, should be a solid rotational piece, as we said, uh, for Carolina behind uh, behind guys like Short and Derek Brown. And then you get to the one, you get to the uh, sixth round pick that the Panthers had, Bravion Roy, of course, the Baylor kid. Joe wrote part of the heavy Baylor contingent. Roy is more athletic than his 6'1", 330-pound frame might suggest, according to Roll. He had a strong finish to his college career, earning all Big 12 honors after racking up five and a half sacks and 13 tackles for a loss. And as we kind of alluded to earlier this year. There were definitely people out there that felt that Bravion Roy was among the best, if not the best player, that did not that did not get invited to the NFL Combine. Which it's hard to believe now that this past this past February's Combine may be the last one we see until 2022. Because with of course all these conferences moving to spring, it's going to be really tough, I think, for the NFL to stage a Combine. And stuff like the Senior Bowl and the Shrine Game and that, uh, with everything jumbling around like this. Uh, but Bravion Roy, very good depth piece again. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch him develop and how quickly he can insert himself into this rotation here. Uh, Woodrow Hamilton, Panthers are his fourth team since signing with New England as an undrafted free agent out of Ole Miss in 2016. Miles Adams signed with Carolina after going undrafted out of Rice, where he was a team captain as a senior. Adams threw the shot in discus and was a competitive power lifter at his Texas high school. And then last but not least, Devontae Lambert, another former Auburn player. Lambert was out of football in 2019. He resurfaced in the XFL before signing with the Panthers in April. So that's the... Those are the defensive linemen. Of course, there was some roster news as well over the weekend. We touched on the wide receivers uh, last week, but one of those players, of course, is now no longer with the Panthers, and that is that is Trevante Heights. As um, you know, and fittingly enough, as we're talking D line, that that could, uh, this will actually be the last player we talk about. It's a nice little segue, Bruce Hector. Former Philadelphia Eagle, Panthers claimed him off waivers over the weekend and in a corresponding move waived Trevante Heights. So we said, you know, Heights kind of had a uh, an uphill battle to make the roster anyway, and sure enough, he has been cut. Uh, Bruce Hector originally signed with the Eagles as an undrafted free agent out of South Florida in 2018, played eight games as a rookie, playing a total of 82 snaps. And then he was traded to the Cardinals last August, was cut by the Cardinals just before the start of the regular season, and then ended up back with the Eagles and played in three games last season. So, again, another rotational piece there for the Panthers at the uh, at the defensive tackle spot. So, actually, now we've got 14 D linemen here 
Although, you know, 13 if you don't count Christian Miller. So that's the D-line. Next up will be the Luke Keekley list. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Linebacker group. Boy, it's going to be so strange to talk about this linebacker group without Luke Keekley. But we'll get to that next time here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. As always, thanks so much for making me a part of your day. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.